The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today we're going to talk about technology shifts in the marketing landscape. Joining us is Arak Snalbanian, who is the Director of Marketing at TenWeb, which simplifies website building and hosting through automation by enabling everyone to have an online presence that prioritizes growth and creativity over time-consuming manual tasks. Yesterday, Arox and I talked about how artificial intelligence is revolutionizing digital marketing, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about some modern SaaS marketing strategies. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Arox Nalbanian, Director of Digital Marketing at TenWeb. Arox, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Hey there, happy to be back. Excited to have you back, excited to continue our conversation You work at a prominent web hosting platform. You help marketers automate a lot of what they're doing. So you see a lot of the challenges that are facing marketers across multiple different industries. Today, I want to talk about SaaS marketing. The world is moving to be a more digital place. We're spending more time in front of our phones. We're doing more of our product research. We're buying more products. Let's face it. We all went through COVID. Nobody's left the house for a year. SaaS ends up being a very big deal. Talk to me a little bit about how marketing SaaS technologies is changing and how are marketers automating that process? Basically, as you said, we are going to the automation process. Our life is becoming more and more digital. And that's why there are more and more SaaS companies in each field. I think the biggest thing are the competition is getting bigger and it's getting harder to separate yourself from your competition. Doing something unique is becoming more hard and we need to work on getting something new and something different that any competitor is doing to separate us and give us advantage. I think that's the biggest part of it. Yeah, you know, you bring up a couple of good points. First and foremost, differentiation is hard. There's more competition in SaaS. And so makes me think of two things. One, you have to have a brand that is clearly articulated and differentiated. And two, you have to be able to understand the data you're collecting to be able to optimize the marketing efforts that you're seeing. When you talk about the blend of both data, sort of the art and the science of marketing, what are some of the ways that you've seen marketers be successful using both brand and digital marketing vehicles? Yeah, especially in the beginning, you need to test everything, but you need to test everything based on the data. 
usually we go with our instincts and we think that this will work and this will not and start A-B testing. But we need to have a clear data and understand where we need to change what, test what, and then be able to track how that change affected our SAS conversion, our sign-up rate. And based on that, you need to do changes. First of all, you need to set up a great tracking. You need to have some tracking of all your dashboard. You need to have Google Analytics. And I suggest to create funnels, use, use Google Data Studio to correct everything and see in the funnels where your clients drop, where you need to test everything. And based on that, just make changes. So you brought up a couple different points. And a lot of what you're talking about is conversion rate optimization, taking the data that you're collecting from your website and understanding what's happening. First and foremost, you need to be able to capture that data. You need to be able to visualize it using Google Data Studios, as you said. And then you need to be able to make business decisions from that data. One of the most challenging things that I see when it comes to conversion rate optimization, you can test anything. Should the button on our call to action be red, blue, yellow, purple, green, black, white, orange, chartreuse? There's a million different variations of being able to test one possible thing. How do you figure out when you're looking at some of the data that you're capturing, what you should be prioritizing? Yes, basically what I would suggest is because when you have some conversion already, take a look at people who went from visiting your website to converting into paying customers. Take a look what path they went with. Use different tracking tools like a screen recording of the client, like a hot jar or Lucky Orange. There are a lot of like tools in the market. See what your already converted users, the path that they took, what they did and what they made them to convert it to paying users. And see the points that they stayed on, paid more attention to. And maybe also, if it's possible, do user interviews with them, understand why they converted to paying customers and try to pay more attention to that point. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. 
So outside of conversion rate optimization, talk to me about some of the other marketing tactics that are important to today's modern marketers. You have to be able to get traffic to be able to optimize it. Are you seeing changes in what marketing channels marketers are using? You talked about creating a brand, and I think that's very important because I've noticed that a lot of SaaS are trying to sell the product through the advertising or through different marketing activities, right? The first thing that they try to do is to sell the product. But you need to spend time on creating brand awareness first. So people will get very familiar with your brand, somehow familiar at least, and then just create a right funnel for your advertising, for example, do awareness campaigns and then start selling the product. Because there is a lot of competition, people need to trust your brand to get something from you. So it's important to pay a lot of attention to brand awareness. I think that's specifically important when you talk about SaaS businesses, that a building a brand, having people understand the differentiation, but also spending the time, budget, effort to build some awareness of the brand. When you're selling SaaS products, they are very rarely going to be impulse purchases. This is not a physical product that you know you can return. You're signing up for something. Maybe there's a free trial or other ways to get someone in the door. But for the most part, you have to do your research to understand whether you're using it because it is a digital product. There's nothing physical you could pick up and feel and say, okay, I want this, right? And it's not an Amazon purchase where it gets sent to your door and you can reject it and send it back, return it. When you think about that awareness building stage, how do you figure out where the line is between building awareness and when you should start to think about actually directly selling? I think it depends on your field, but you can create a funnel based on the field that uh, first step will be, for example, complete awareness, not selling at all. Then you can go to awareness and like a plus uh, presenting a company a bit of the product will be and then start selling. It depends also what channels are you using. If you're using advertising, for example, if you're using advertising on Facebook for awareness, there's a thing called ad recall that you can see how many customers remembered your brand name, the percent of the people who saw the ad and what percent remembered the company after watching that. Based on that, you can decide whether the second video or a second campaign that you want to do with that audience is directly to sell your product or to let them get acquainted with the company a bit more. Again, you need to pay attention to the data. I think one of the key tips that I would have is you have to look at your existing customers and see what their behaviors are. When someone has spent six minutes on the site and they visited the site three times, they went into purchase mode. Okay, well, I know that that's generally the trigger for people that are in my target market. When I see that behavior, now I'm going to start changing my advertising to be less about awareness and more about conversions. Are there any other tips that you have for modern marketers? You know, what are some of the trends that you're seeing successful SaaS companies use to drive conversions and improve their marketing practices? Probably it won't sound that new, but I've noticed that a lot of SaaS, especially new startups, uh, software solutions are not using that, is investing in your video content strategy, doing video ads, having YouTube channel, explaining how the product works. Because again, we can see a lot of successful SaaS that use that. And it not only helps to understand how to use tool, but it also helps to get familiar with the company again, with the brand awareness and the trustworthiness grows with the help of video content. 
I think that's a great tip. You know, there's some important trends in marketing that are happening. Yesterday, we talked a little bit about using artificial intelligence to understand how to build your web properties. Today, focusing on understanding not only how to use data, how to understand how to capture that data, optimize what's happening on your website, also drive the right traffic through awareness. And then, of course, your direct response marketing at well. Those seem to be the big tactics for SaaS businesses. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Arax Nalbanian, Director of Digital Marketing at TenWeb. In the third part of this conversation, which we'll publish tomorrow, Arax and I are going to talk about how to become a category king or queen. If you can't wait till our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Arax, you can click on the link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her company's handle is 10web underscore IO. That's the number one, the number zero, W-E-B underscore IO. Or you could visit her company's website, which is 10web.io. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.